We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Eurostep Podcast Network Eastern Conference over-unders. We're going through every team except one in the East on this here episode. We will reconvene. Take that, Indiana. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to do the Pacers. We're not going to do the Bucks. actually. We're going to save for that for a deep dive on Milwaukee and share our takes on their over-under then. But we've got 14 other teams in the East, including Indiana. I'm Ty Winters, joined as always by... Rohan Kadi scorching himself with some hot chocolate, really, Listen, really putting okay, the hot and hot like, chocolate. It's, it's hot. It's, it's hot. hot. It's, I've learned my guessed. lesson. Yeah. It's very, it's very hot. And then with less hot beverages, Jordan Trusky and Adam McGee of the Winning Six podcast, among others, here on GSPN. Fellas, That's hot beverages, but more hot takes when it comes to Jordan. Yeah, especially on Jordan's, Jordan's end there, um, as he's quenching his thirst, ready to deliver some more <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> the way the way Jordan delivers all his over and unders, you can tell he is ready. That's the same. We've we've done exercises like this for years. Jordan has never once shown an ounce of enthusiasm. This year, he's all in. Gen Z all changed in. him. Gen Z, he's seen it online, TikToks. He's all in on. This isn't your culture. dad's over under pad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's just dive this right is, in. This is us. This is us getting our second win, by the way. Yeah. yeah well, no, just don't, don't spoil it. Adam changed his shirt. What are you Nobody talking about? I changed know. my. Uh, this is a completely different. Day. In a different room. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> yeah. All right. You got hot chocolate. All right. <laughs> GSPN.info for all the links and stuff. Check it out. Let's dive right in. Boston Celtics. We're starting with the Atlantic. We're going alphabetical division and then team in division. 
really starting out with an absolute scorcher. The Celtics, 53.5 is the line. They won 51 games last year. Their season, obviously, really weird start. Uh, And then late January, they just turned it on, and they were pretty much one of the best, if not the best team in the league from then on, obviously dealing with a lot over the offseason. I'm going to throw directly to number one Boston Celtics fan Jordan Tresky and get his read on this line. How hard like are you she, smashing It's the Celtics over? hoodie he's wearing yeah. for people mm. watching on YouTube. <laughs> You'd be right. Um, Joe Missoula, Montana, taking over for <laughs> Ime Udoka. Um, Danilo Gallinari, they're not their well, he's a free agent signing. Yeah. Toward ACL during Eurobasket. Malcolm Brogdon, like the trade. Like the trade a lot. Oh yeah. Health permitting. Um it's it's I don't know. It's really hard to get a read on a team that just went to the finals, but we're also in unprecedented territory with the Celtics, considering the circumstances that they are dealing with. Um, Also, again, half the year last year, they spent like under 500 and then just went on this crazy tear. So it's a matter of, okay, they figure things out. They have a nice starting lineup and some depth pieces that they added even more to. Um, over the offseason, but Robert Williams is hurt um, and, frankly, don't like anything of the last, like, eight months that's gone on with him for his long-term future. This team is going to be good, as they usually are, um, but, again, I think there's just always this tension that exists between post-Kyrie Celtics, post-Danny Ainge really running this team, um, or even when Danny Ainge was there, too. That just like you can see the bottom falling through and then just being kind of like a middle of the road 500 team. So as far as their over under goes for me, I'm going under. I think 53 and a half is a little bit too much for this team. I don't think it's I think they again, I think best case scenario, they could easily hit that and be the one seed. Were they the one seed by the end of the uh, year last year? No, it was Miami, right? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. two. They finished with the same record as the Bucks. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think they I think hitting 50 wins is kind of like the median outcome that I see with them. I'm going under too. Um, I was honestly ready to go way under given recent events. And I I mean, uh, for a team of this profile to be like just massive question mark over what they're getting from a coaching perspective, like. To have that much of an unknown there, I guess you can make the case that there's continuity. It doesn't always work like that, though, from an assist to a head coach, and then when they bring some of their own ideas to the table, too. Um, and then I looked at this roster, and I really like the roster, and I just think this team is going to be really good. I don't know if I want this team to be really good, but I think they will be. I really like the Brogdon deal for them. Um, the question mark there is obviously Malcolm Brogdon's health. We've been down that road. We know all about that. But if he does have a relatively healthy season, I think massive, massive addition. It could be a real game changer. Uh, Jordan's 100% right on on Robert Williams and his health. But they do have some kind of... It's not the same, but I I think they've done a job that's interesting enough. Uh, Blake Griffith is pretty washed, we know this. But he can give you solid minutes. Like, as a rotational, as a backup guy, 
I think it's okay. I don't think he uh, was do we doing know, that last year. Do we know is Noah Vonley actually there? Is that a real contract or is there a chance that he's gone camp. by the time he's I think it's camp. It? They they love Hauser. Sam Hauser's there. They're stretch four. Well, I love Noah Vonley and always have. And I would be curious if he ends up sticking around and he gets some opportunity with Robert Williams out. Um, I, I still believe in Noah Vonley. I think there's a player there. Um, but overall, I mean, like, shouldn't really be going straight to Noah Vonley. Um, Malcolm Brogdon is a big addition to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, Al Horford, that's the major kind of situation to watch. Do you get last season's Al Horford or do you get the version before that? That it seemed like he was done, um, but overall, I think the Celtics are a very, very good team. Who, in spite of the massive big explosion, which could, you know, still follow them around as the situation unfolds, they actually have more stability in a roster sense than a lot of the other teams around the league, and that could give them a chance to kind of rally through some of that storm and uncertainty early on. Um, I, I think they're going to be very good. I. It's under for me, but that's not to say that they're they're kind of dropping off in a really major way. Just that that's a pretty high line after a weird couple of months for them. Yeah, I think for me, pretty easy under. I don't think they're going to be bad by any means. But I think the East got better. I think you could say they got better with Brogdon. I think you know Robert Williams being out to start is really going to hurt. It's a good point about Horford if he is. Not looking like that same spry Al Horford. That's really bad for their big depth. Um, you know, as excited as you may be about Noah Vonley or Sam Hauser, that's pretty big difference you know, from Noah Vonley hasn't played in a long time. Like he played last year, he played four games. The year before that, thirty six. No, sixty eight, fifty four. It's not ideal. No, it's not. He's but waiting for his moment. Make the roster. I, I I don't think he will make the roster, but I think he should. I, I've I been screaming from the rooftop since his Knicks year. I thought he really showed something. His whole body composition changed in that year. I thought he became much more of an interesting kind of modern big than he ever was, was when he came into ago. the league. I know. Adam's taking like the over if they signed Noah Vonley to a real contract. That's no, the, I'm not. That's the swing. I'm, I'm taking He's included in it. I, <laughs> I think Noah Vonley is good. That's like not a bit. I legitimately think he's good. I'm just going to leave that I one think- alone. Yeah. Wrong takes uh, everything I say is like I'm not saying he's an all star. I'm, I'm not much like in the last episode. I wasn't saying the Utah Jazz are a great team. It's like I think he's a good backup. I, I'm, if they, I'm if they have more, to bridge a gap, I think he could help them to do that. I'm way more in like, on your Jazz take great. than your Noah Vonley take. Rohan yeah. over under on fifty three and a half for the Celtics. Under under on the Celtics. It's <laughs> Jordan's having a good time with this one. Uh, <laughs> um, initiate. It's sad. Typically, typically teams in NBA history, when they have like these drastic swings uh, midway through the year, uh, you would think, oh, it's more like the latter half uh, where they're good. It's actually not. It's neither of them. Actually, it's usually one like of a combination of the good and the bad that they end up being the next season. You're thinking about that heat think this- year a couple years ago? Yeah, but that's it's also just like that's a good example of that. But that's just been a trend throughout yeah. like the modern NBA. Uh, it's it's difficult to see the Celtics team achieving as high as they did last season, especially with all the turmoil, all the uncertainty. I do think their roster is better than it was last season. I do think this is a very very good roster. I just I don't I don't think they're going to hit that 
53, a 54 win threshold. I think they're going to be maybe like a 49 to 51, 52 win team. I think they're better. Not, not than the win total, but than the comp I'm going to make. But I kind of get like the John Wall, Brad Beal energy from the Jays of just like, I don't know how much it matters, but I don't think they're like, I don't know if it's a rock solid culture thing with the players and certainly with the coaching staff now having to change over. But I just don't know exactly what's going on. there. I've always just gotten a weird, obviously not in the building. Maybe it doesn't matter at all. I just don't know. I don't know about the Boston players and just feels dangerous for Marcus Smart to be so important in so many different ways. But I digress. Reigning DPOI somehow. The Brooklyn Nets. I think it's going to be – I think they're a fascinating team. I don't think this number will lend itself to a fascinating discussion, however. 50 and a half. They won 44 last season. Obviously, Ben Simmons is now playing basketball, which he was not at that point. Still a lot of injury concerns not just in the guys who are active, but some of the guys who are still out. I do think if you told me they get healthy in the first month of the year and stay healthy, I do think they could surpass this. But you, they just need so many bets to pay off, and any one or two of them going wrong could sink them so so down below this. So I'm going to go under right away with the caveat again. I think there's a huge range of outcomes for this team. I just don't think it's better than 50% that they're in the 50s on wins. Under for me, uh, I just really don't care or have the energy for the Brooklyn Nets anymore. Just, it's had enough. Like, we know how good they could be, but we also know that there is a long, long way, particularly in the way time seems to move for the Brooklyn Nets from now until the postseason. Um what's Kyrie Irving doing by that point? Where is Kyrie Irving doing whatever he's doing by that point? Where are things at with Ben Simmons? Is he afraid to take layups? Is he not? Is he complaining that other people are airballing and it's not being recorded and when he airballs it's being shared? Like, just who cares about this dumb team? Like, they could be great. They should probably go and win a championship, but they're too busy getting in their own way over and over again and... Yeah, just not interested anymore. Let's like get to the playoffs, play the Nets. Yeah, they've got Kevin Durant. That's that's a pretty good tool to have. It always puts you in a position for a big season. But like, I I think you'd have to be crazy. I hope I'm not calling Ron or Jordan crazy, <laughs> but to take the over on a Kyrie Irving Ben Simmons team. Yeah, under just yeah. It's it's I can't I can't play with the point anymore. Like who? Do, KD might request a trade again. Like, yeah, in the talk about who Kyrie, blame him? we do we do <laughs> miss that KD also. Yeah, also kind of got bullied by Jason Tatum in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I do think it's they should have gotten a game. I do think it's it was a closer yeah. sweep, but they should have gotten a game. Uh, yeah, they still had KD and Kyrie. I know Simmons wasn't playing. They have a bunch of other guys. Kyrie first, sucked. But, well, yeah, I. You're probably better for Simmons not playing. Like, I mean, yeah, in the playoffs, that's a good point. Jordan, I have to reveal something. Oh, oh I've no, made I made a switch. I initially came into this bewildered that I went with an over. My reasoning was okay. They won 44 games last year. 
Kevin we're bewildered Durant. that you answered it. <laughs> yes, yes. That seems like a situation that was within your control. You know you have a powerful mind when you just bewilder yourself. <laughs> you're, you're right. Kevin Durant played 55 games last year. The Nets won 44 games. Kyrie Irving was doing Kyrie That's Irving like, things. Yeah. Um, literally, just everything fell apart. They traded James Harden. Uh, all the, we know all about it because they, everybody talks about it. I was thinking, oh, well, they actually have somewhat of a competitive team. They traded Royce O'Neal for a first-round pick. Um, Why would they do that? Because they want to win games, right? Ben Simmons is going to play games. And then I realized I am betting on the Brooklyn Nets winning more than 51 games. Just so 51. Just 51 if that changes it for you. They just need 51 to be over. I think they're going to be better. I also think it's going to be another circus and Steve Nash is in over his head. Um, yeah. I don't know why I apologize to the nation. <laughs> Apology Not, accepted. Yeah. Okay. I think. Uh, I, I also want to know, Jordan, what games is Ben Simmons playing? Is it like Uno or Scrabble? <laughs> Candy or, Crush. He's playing Candy Crush. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that um, does seem more Ben Simmons. No, I think that's Dwight Howard that. playing with Candy. Um, I mean, like Kyrie will probably play more. You little Skittles, bro. God. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Kyrie will play more, but I doubt he'll play as many for Brooklyn as Kyrie plus Harden did last season. And yes, it was turmoil in a whole situation. They had James Harden for half the year. Traded him for a guy who didn't play and still only won 44. I, I don't know if Simmons, for the amount of games he plays, will be more helpful to them than even late-stage James Harden. So, Joe, yeah. Joe Harris is going to be, a, a, in all seriousness, Joe, having Joe Harris back is... Are they going to have him? I, I think he, did he play last night? No, I thought they were talking about how he's coming back. They've been they talking about that somewhere? for quite a while. We're we're reaching. I think we're past Lonzo Ball. I'm worried about Joe Harris. We'll oh, see. Yeah. Hopefully there, he's back and healthy. They did say yesterday they're optimistic he returns for the season opener. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I I think that's going to be a bigger addition than Ben Simmons. That's that was my. I would agree. My. Yeah. They need a center. I think Royce O'Neal might be. They, they, they need also a need a center. That is They've a, never gotten yeah, a center. A I just don't know why they don't get a center. They don't have is one. Their backup, one. Is their backup center Marky Forrest? I mean, they yeah. have they have a lot of guys. None of them can actually be a real useful. They have a bunch of fours who can play five these days. Play Simmons center. He's not a center. He can't rebound. He can't. Not doesn't defend the post. There's lots of things he can't do, but you've got to play him somewhere. So well, might as well play him center. But I'm saying skill set wise, they don't have Nick Claxton is not that. Markeith Morris, the head Blake. They have all these guys who are small ball centers. I think they need a real one. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Under New York Knicks were really, really on the cream of the crop here. 137 last year. The line is 39 and a half. I have no idea which way I'm going to go. So whoever wants to talk first. Under. Under. <laughs> it's the Knicks. It's no, no. You're telling what, what team or how do they, they got Jalen Brunson. That is a good player. RJ may be getting better. He, he's not as good as the Knicks seem to think he no, is. No, but it's, like, it's, it's a Jacksonville Jaguars deal. It doesn't no, matter no, if it's I, bad for them I'm long talking term. About, I'm talking about Brunson. I'm no, I know. Brunson. No, I know. Oh, it's just, yeah. Just, yeah, but they're, all their plans are built around getting Jalen Brunson as if they're one piece away. They're what? One piece away from being a worse team than they were last year? Jordan's dog's not having it. 
No, I no, I, I, I think that's agreement. That's my point that's, on yeah. them. Maybe it is. My point on the Knicks is I agree. Their plan is stupid. They they're not run like a good franchise, but no. they just need three more wins for the over. I think they yeah. I, I think they got better. They're a better team than they were last year. Like a better roster. I think they maybe are. I think the East is better too. The East is that's the big that's, consideration. That's going to hurt them. I'm with Jordan. I, I like Hartenstein beyond the. This is an under. Hardens- I like Hardenstein a lot. I wanted I wanted the books to get Hardenstein. But- I know. I also I also just think it's this is my faith in or lack of uh <laughs> um in Tom Thibodeau. I don't I think this is what are they doing? They 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 keep treading this line of okay, we're gonna wait till the, for the big for the big fish to land. It was it's Diane Williams. It was Donovan Mitchell. It was name other three other guys. No, it's Jalen Brunson. Damian Lillard. Lillard. That was twelve months ago. It was about Damian Lillard being unhappy, and then he commits further with Portland, and then they make the moves. Like it's just the constant. Like it's always going to be the next guy, and then they you look at their team, and it's like it is. It's a mediocre team that if everything breaks right for them, it's respectable, but it's just not. I don't see it. I don't see it with this team. And I, I don't think Thibodeau's he might be among the first coach fired. I bet I would think. Oh, he's he hot. is a hot take artist this year. Wow, oh, unbelievable! What's up with the coach? I'm just saying. I think this is. I don't wow. understand what they're doing with him. I, are their expectations high enough for him to be the first coach fired? Probably not. I depends think how, so. It depends how bad. It depends how bad it is. If they're atrocious, I think you, I could see. Yeah, it's if they go like zero and fifteen, maybe. But I, like, I don't know. Jordan's coming in scorching hot. It really is unnerving. My I'm questions saying. for the Knicks, like, how much better? I do like a, a lot of their young guys to some extent. I, I'm out on Reddish, as I've said many times on this feed. I just don't care about them at all. But you know, I like RJ Barrett a lot. Like, quickly is fun. They have a couple other guys. So I'm like, oh yeah, those will Tibbs play them? Is the question. Obi Toppin is intriguing. Will Tibbs ever play him at five? Probably not, to Jordan's point. You know, I do think they got a little bit better. I think Jalen Brunson is, is helpful. I don't know how helpful to this team. I, I don't know. You know I mean, this, you, this is a team that, like, desperately needed, like, a lead ball handler. And he is that. Yeah. I, I just I don't know how I feel about Julius Randle, Morass still being there. Probably still at the traded. four. Oh, yeah, I guess if you want to go back to the Lakers combo, the saddest guys they could trade. Oh, he for. might uh, 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 some Suns people on him. Oh Christ! See, I, <laughs> Christ, under on the Knicks. I, I I see the vision on over. I just think they're worse than most of the teams in the conference, and it's hard to get to nearly forty to forty wins. Yeah, that's the it's forty is the number. Forty they're, is a pretty pretty high number, and it's like I look at the conference and I see. Like maybe five, probably five teams who I think are worse, and they don't get eight games against each of those teams. So I'm gonna go under. I don't. I don't even have them getting to the playing game. Like I, I think it's comfy under. Yeah. Same. <clears throat> Rohan, did you give a? Oh, I didn't actually. Did yeah. I? Oh. I was gonna say I was, I was waiting <laughs> on your your verdict here. Uh, I will go under on the next. Oh, one. I thought you were over. It sounded like was there a change of mind? Did you have a Jordan esque argument with yourself? Facilitating a discussion here. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Am I am I coming in hotter than Rohan's hot chocolate right now? 
I think so. I have them in the play-in. I just did a very rough count. I think I have them play-in worthy, but bottom of play-in. Ron, will you also issue guy. an apology for your change of heart on a team from New York? <laughs> Apparently not. The Next team thought. This one breaks my heart. The Philadelphia 76ers, the line is 50 and a half. I just oh, really? don't understand. They won 51 last year. I think I don't think their league's better, but I do think they're better, even if the conference is better. I hate betting on the Sixers. I want to make it very clear. This is a regular season thing. Doc Rivers and James Harden in the playoffs. It's just going to be a beautiful catastrophe. But I'm going to go over. I mean, I think low 50s is like very attainable. I think this is one of the easily the best three teams in the East and maybe one of the best two. Yeah, I just think it's a pretty easy over for me. I'm going under. Wow. Um, just like not in any sort of really dramatic way. I, I don't see them being that much beyond that. And I'm just increasingly losing faith in James Harden in every single way. You get a full season of James Harden. Do you ever? It's, is that something you want? No, um, it is. It is. It's you, get a, far, you get a full far. season, but you don't get a full playoffs of James Harden. Yeah. It doesn't I, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter of for course, this. Of course know, you want it, but to what uh, like to what level what you're really going to achieve here i don't know like he's he's really got to kind of book some of the trends of his career at this point and yeah, yeah. Does show he, does something he give up on them by february care? like he did does the he last care? two years like does he, he care at best, all about trying to win he had the best offseason he gave up I money reports gave up money to get pj tucker and they're gonna be better you know come on <laughs> i i just don't see kind of I, I don't see big strides. I think the East is better to the point where them kind of dropping a game or two after pace last year doesn't seem unrealistic at all to me. Uh, I have been kind of chuckling to myself as it seems like, as is the annual NBA tradition, NBA analysts, prognosticators have all started, they're like, is this the year the Sixers win the title? I like, do agree no. with you on this. Let, let me save you time now. This. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, it's just not. Look at the roster. Look at their core guys. One thing too, I hope I'm wrong on. I Joel Embiid has been just so super healthy for a long time. Regular seasons, uh, but yeah, regular seasons. But I I do think they've got a good slice of luck there that they will be doing very well if that continues. Like that's not even. I'm very much not wishing that. I I like watching Joel Embiid the player quite a lot, but just given his his history and the problematic areas where he has had injuries for a player of his size. It's something that should be kind of an ongoing concern. It feels like everyone's put it to the back of their mind. And to me, it does feel like something that could just come back and kind of come back and bite them at some point. And that is the other thing when I think of the Sixers too, and we talk about, oh, well, Harden could be better, Harden could be this. Oh, if I was a Sixers fan, to even imagine like a 15-game stretch without Embiid, Watching this team just feels really grim to me. It doesn't seem like fun, and I don't think they'd be anywhere near as good as they need to be. So, Joel Embiid is more than capable of proving me very wrong, and if Harden is engaged and motivated, they could go and win 60-plus games. They're one of the few teams in the NBA capable of that. Um, Don't see it, though. I, I think they'll be a little bit off that. Also, Doc Rivers, I mean... What year is this? I'm far past the point. I of can't believe he's still there. Rivers. I really care. He, he's still he's bungled so many talented rosters. I don't know how he's still at it. Everything post Boston is just hilarious. Uh, Jordan and Rohan over or under fifty and a half for Philly. Over comfortably. I, I think this is the one suit. 
Oh, oh, here we that. go. I don't know about that. That one. That's a very. That's, I, that's very mild compared. If you didn't listen, I, I know. Won't give it away. I won't, don't give it don't away. Don't give it away. If you haven't but listened I, to the Western I one, George, pick for I the one. I just wanted him to come in with a proclamation again. This, yeah. the sort of thing he never used to do in the past. Yeah. I a tiger cheated their stripes. He's like Harden. Know? Him and Harden are the same. That's why he's in on. He's, he said, "Hey, if if Harden can participate in an off-season workout regimen, I can have a hot take." Exactly. I had the best off-season. I actually had the off-season. <laughs> That's what I had. That's part of why I'm rejuvenated. Um, obviously, PJ Tucker um, headlined their off-season. I really like Melton on this team. Don't do okay. this. Don't do this. Don't, He's don't good. sell me. He's the eighth man in the playoffs. He shouldn't be. All right. I mean, like, I, I, I can't get too mad. I, I'll let Noah Vonley love slide. I won't get. To, I'm just sick of hearing about Melton. I was, I was just say Vonley's better. And if, anyway, okay, kidding. Jesus Christ. And, what? If you, and if you talk about that's who, a joke. God. Who's, the, who's the people who's take the, this so serious? Who's the wing last <laughs> not, year? Not a joke that Noah Vonley is good, but he's not who's on his couch. Wing on his couch. He was on his couch until middle last season. I think the Jazz signed him, and now he's on the Sixers. I'm blanking on it. Daniel, oh, Daniel House. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just hear so much about those two players. I'm just like, yeah, they're fine. That's they are fine. I mean, that they is got, in, in the they bigger Montrez, picture. Montrez Harrell's on a bad backup six, uh, center. Six, he, six man. Again, it doesn't apply to this. When Doc is playing him 28 minutes in a yeah. playoff game, that's when he is. But, yeah, in the regular season, it's fine. For a regular season team, I think this is – they have depth. They have yeah. pieces to, to – also, Tyrese Maxey, I mean – yeah. He's not going to win most improved because he just was so good last year. But like he's someone that kind. Of, if I watch a Buck Sixers games, he does. He just kind of scares me just because they don't. He's so good at like creating and hitting shots. And he's just, what I thought Shake Milton was going to be. Maybe I was. Yeah, just like, I, I was. Milton. I was pretty high on Shake. He's, he's a cool name. Also, Shake like Milton's still on this team. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't move. They got they got Furcan. They they just have they have a solid roster and yeah. come playoff time it's gonna fall apart but for a regular season it's gonna it's gonna yeah, go. I got I got wins. bad turnovers that's my freaking problem. You know? <laughs> that was a that was a meme back in the day. That's not an original joke. Don't make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm 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 saying over on this team. I think this team. I I agree with Jordan. They might be the one seed in the East. This, they're gonna be a regular season win machine. They. Like the only hole they really have on their roster is like backcourt defense, and you can get away with not having that in the regular season. You, that's the type of thing that gets exposed in the postseason. Yeah. I have no faith in this team in the postseason. No, and no one should. But yeah. that's not the question at hand here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say over. I think this team's gonna churn out wins. They can afford to play Tybal in the regular season too, and that'll help with that. And again, it's a, it's almost everything about their team is like so regular season versus playoffs. It's like last year, last year's Utah. Yeah. All right. We actually, funny enough, until the Sixers, we were 12 straight unders. And then Adam has been under on all four teams now. The rest of us over on the Sixers. Interesting one here. Toronto Raptors. Line is 46 and a half. They have one of the a, a strong young second year player. Top three in rookie of the year voting in a loaded rookie class. He won rookie. Of the year. Oh, yeah, he won rookie. Of the year. That's right. <laughs> It was just true. It's top three as well. They won 48 last year. The line is 46 and a half. They had Otto Porter. I, I get the conference is better, 
I don't know. I feel like 47, 48 is pretty doable for Toronto. I think – I don't know if I'm going to lock it in yet, but I'm leaning slight over. I think they have a good coach even if I'm sick of hearing about him. I don't know. I think they're going to be good again. I think they're going to be a very similar team to what they were last year. Especially with the strides of their internal development, like a guy like Precious Achua, who's been making just absolute leaps as a member of the Toronto Raptor yeah. organization. I think this team's going to be – like. It, it's 47, 48 wins. I think they should be able to achieve pretty. pretty I think it's easily. a pretty, it's a pretty good line. I'm, I'm not, I don't think it's a lock over, but I do think it should be probably. I'm, an I'm over. fairly, I'm fairly confident that they'll hit the over like Pascal Siakam. How's he going to look? Uh, you know, yeah. it's sort of an up and down year. Is he going to be fully back to all NBA form? Can I mean, Fred Raptors Van Vliet people? make a layup? Yeah. That's, that's the question. <laughs> Is he going to have another child? Is that gonna is that gonna impact anything? Is the OG smoke real? There are some questions here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Does OG want out? That's gonna be a big storyline. Are they gonna trade for Kevin Durant in the midseason? Who knows? So I'm say over. My opinions over the years in Toronto Raptors have been very, very consistent. Um I've always thought they sucked. Even when they routinely beat the books. I could never believe it. I thought this joke of a team, these joke of players. Um, that ends now. I really think this Raptors team this year is going to be good. I'm taking the over. Sorry, come I'm, pen- I'm penciling them in for 50 wins. Wow. Um, this is this is the two or the three seed in the East for me. Wow. That's, that's the kind of mix we're in. I, I think there's a few spicy factors. P. I don't think spicy this is A's. particularly spicy. spicy. <laughs> I think you've got a mixture of guys who of course they were around for the championship run but they weren't the stars obviously and they're still waiting for their moment they're close to it now i think they will have real reason to want to drive this team to a a really strong regular season and you've got some other guys then who are whether it's to the extreme of scotty barnes as a younger player or even someone like gary trent jr for who's come in from elsewhere that i i think are like the ingredients are there for this team to be really good in the regular season I also think to be pretty good in the postseason. I, I don't think there's like any remote chance that they win a championship, but I do think they'll go into the playoffs as one of the higher seeds in the East and they'll be a really tough out. They will probably lose because they're going to be worrying about teams with just superstars that far exceed the talent they have. Yeah. But until, until that point, I think there's going to be a really tough out. And I'm with you, Ty, on Nick Nurse, uh, as much as I don't like to hear about it all the time. He is a good coach, and if we're going to compare, like, I'm at risk of saying something about Doc Rivers once again. Like, if we're talking about teams that are in the mix up the top end, I'm I'm going with Nick Nurse over the likes of Doc Rivers or whatever the hell we're going to get in Boston. So that's that's something that's a real advantage to them, um, and their continuity. Like, look, we'll talk about it when we do a books pod, and we've talked about it a lot for a long time. They are very similar. They don't have Giannis. That's yeah. what happens when you have Kawhi and he leaves. Um, but they are very similar in a lot of other ways organizationally to where the books are at. And I think there are similarities just in terms of kind of the place they hold from a leadership perspective, Bud and Nick Nurse, and then also in having just some core players who've been around for a long time. So, yeah, I've never, I've really never before been in on the Raptors, but this season I do, I do think the Raptors are good. I went into this with them as an under, a very slight one. 
Uh, they were the hardest. Yes, it has. I'm giving them the over that I did not give Brooklyn. Uh, I, they were the hardest one to peg. By your own I'm once again bewildered. Um, they were the hardest team to peg just because you look at their roster. It's like it's a good roster. It's not great. They have an ascending player, but it's not, you know, uh, reaching a level of like he is like a superstar. He may be that one day, but is that day going to come during the season? But Adam's point, the Raptors have an identity and mm. you can plug in DJ Wilson, yeah. who I don't know if he's going to make the roster. Is he a guaranteed guy? He probably hey, is. Jordan, Jordan, random question for you. Are you oh, rooting boy. for DJ Wilson's success? I would love to. Thank he didn't say he God. is. He said he would love to. That's different. Don't ask, Are you? Don't ask me that question. <laughs> yeah, you Adam? Said, yeah, Adam, what is it? No, I couldn't care less. Thank yeah, you. That's what I yeah, yeah, that's where I am. It's fine. I'm not like, rooting against who cares? it. Yeah. Jordan, we'll be we'll be the empaths here. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think it's they have a clear identity. They can plug in any players as they want and play this weird no center lineup of be long as hell and just you know, clobber through people. So yeah, I think this is over. I don't know if 50 is in the cards, but they'll come close to it. Even can I just, just thing. before you say something there, can I make a comp? Because this team reminds me, maybe more than any other team since it, of Hawks. Bud 61 Hawks. Mm. Yes. The makeup of this team and just the kind of, you look across and you're like, yeah, yeah well, how are they going to be that good? And the answer is they've got like five or six guys who could give you maybe 15 points per game. Yeah. And they're really good defensively. They're really versatile. Like I'd I even that's at the heart of what a lot of this team is. They're not going to win sixty games, as I've said. I just think those days are kind of gone now. Um, but I I do think this is a team that reminds me quite a lot of that team. And the difference is they've got like Scotty Barnes, and so that gives you the potential to maybe you do have your superstar and you can kind of grow into that, whether yeah. it's this season or in the next few years. We didn't even mention Pascal Siakam, really, who averaged nearly 23 points per game, 8.5 rebounds and 5.3. seems like he's back after be, after a bit of a downturn there previously. I think having someone like Scotty Barnes out there, too, has been helpful to him. Clearly not a lead guy, Siakam, but um, still a, one hell of a player. Yeah, I think this is, even though we're, a lot of unders early, probably the best division in the NBA, which doesn't help any of these teams, especially the Knicks. Um, but yeah, I think the Raptors, I'm going to solidify the over. I know I waffled slightly earlier. just think they're good. And I like the Hawks comp, you know, winning 50 in this East might be kind of similar to winning 60 in that East. For sure. Um, good comp. The Southeast division, a division we will not say is maybe the best in the NBA. The Atlanta Hawks, fittingly enough, are up next. The number is the over under is a flat 46. Last year they won 43. Obviously, the big move is adding DeJounte Murray, although they really killed my vibes. I was very positive on them after that trade. Then they just kind of gave away Kevin Herter for no real reason. Don't really get that one with Bogdan Bogdanovich's health, but where do we come in on the... You, you, you You get a holiday. Yeah, the least inspiring one, but yeah. Sorry, Justin. No, they have both. They have Aaron and Justin. They do. They have both. It's, it's happy holidays in Atlanta. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Where are we no, at? On the f- we got we to gotta save the, the Christmas tune until Joe Ingles comes back, remember? That's true. Oh, it's going to be very festive. 
Anybody got a? We said we, we said we'd do a custom jingle bells when. Uh, I think you should do it based on your uh, your Joe Ingalls takes. I think you should take the lead on that. Oh, and your singing prowess. We both. Yeah, I said we'd both do it. Yeah, no, I, I it is hilarious. I signed both of us up. <laughs> <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready. Go ahead. Are you ready? Say under. I wanted to say under so bad. So <laughs> did you bad. Come, did you come into it ready to say under? Jordan yeah, just in a constant no, 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 state no. of bewilderment in this part. When I, when I did the practice of going through the teams, it was the first team that I saw. I was like, 46. did you do a mock pod earlier? <laughs> I did not do a mock pod. <laughs> he did a rehearsal. Mock, yeah, exactly. I did a rehearsal of the rehearsal of, of this podcast. <laughs> I wanted to do it because I was like, okay, DeJounte Murray is a really good player. Gave up a lot. Kevin Herter, they just basically gave away. Bogdan's hurt. Don't know when he's coming back. IDK. But then I looked at their win total last year. I was like, okay, so you're asking them to just win four more games. And they have a better roster. I think they. the problem that I could see them getting tripped up is is just staying out of their own way because... John Collins is in the endless purgatory of trade rumors when they go bad. Um, Nate McMillan is a really good head coach. He's not the one to bring you home the the trophy, if you will. But all that said, I think it's just a, it's the math game. I think it's enough for me to be like, if Dejounte Murray is, plays to what he played with the Spurs, with less talent around him before they just fell off of the face of the earth with their roster. 
Um, I think Atlanta's a comfortable over. I, I have a push. Over. Sorry, you go on. You go. I have a push. Okay, I'll say my thing. I say over mostly for the same reasons that Jordan did. Uh, you add like I've I've always been a big Dejounte Murray fan. Uh, just seeing his development uh, with the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, seeing like he's just a monster defender. He's just he's he's like my type, like one of my favorite archetypes of players. Is like a big guard. Like he he fits that perfectly. He finally ascended to like all star level last season. Um, it's just that type of addition. I think he can be a perfect backcourt mate with Trey Young. I think I don't know. I think it, I think it's going to work. Do I think they're going to be a fantastic elite team? No. Do I think they're going to reach 47, 48 wins? Yeah. I think they might get 50. Yeah. I'm way over on the Hawks. Uh, it, what, there is a contingency, though, if Hunter stays healthy. Hunter, more than anyone in those blasted Abu Dhabi games, really impressed me with the way he moves and what he can do on both sides of the ball. I think if he is – and I know it's kind of like saying – like not as bad as Zion, but he just hasn't, right? So it's, it's a big if. But I do think the, a lineup of – Trey, Murray, Hunter, Collins, I think Onyeka Kongwu might be yeah, better Kongu, than Capella, but yeah. still two very good center options. If, if yeah. they get if they get a rejuvenated Capella season, I think that yeah. he is him and Hunter are very on the same place so that you just need a good year out of them and then that might guarantee them fifty wins. Yeah. And I'm not sure I'm so sold on the depth. I think if they had just kept Herder as their sixth man and then step in for Hunter if he is out. I'd be really high on them. I'm a little concerned about it, but I do think they're just going to chug out wins and having some really good defensive options around Trey, both on the perimeter and on the, the back line is a really smart way to build this team. So yeah, I think over also, you know, this conference is this division, I should say is bad. I mean, Miami is good, but I think the rest of it looks really bad to me. So I, I like the Hawks going over here. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a push, as I said. Uh, I think 46 on the number feels about right. This team definitely has the potential to go beyond that. Like, I, I really like DeJounte Murray and his fit there alongside Trey Young. I really like what they have in the front court. I think their wing depth really sucks. And with yeah. Bogdanovich out, it's it's a concern. Like, I think you're completely nail on with DeAndre Hunter is vital for this team. They need him. He's to- like... One of the oh. biggest players to this this season. Yeah, a massive right? swing player for his team. Like they could well, be not a just real that, the team. I think it's I think it's in the well, league. Well, to the right? conference then too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and and the role they could play within it because of Bogdanovich out. That's something that they just don't have a lot. Justin Holiday. I mean, I feel like we've moved past that point, and part of that then becomes like, do they have to get creative and play in some really weird ways? Play super big. They, and does that work? They do I, have AJ Griffin. They just drafted. Looks pretty good so mm-hmm. far, but he's a rookie. And I think the other swing piece, in, in addition to Hunter, Milwaukee's own Jalen Johnson, who it sounds like they are going to play this year. I saw. I watched him play. Where in do person. those minutes? Where do those minutes come, though? Do you think? Because we we talk even as you move towards their front court situation, like you're gonna have to find minutes for Kongwu. Like you really need to. Capella is to me still going to be their starting center. Then, as you said, now maybe the answer to some of this is well, John Collins does get traded, or they fully commit to a Kongu and he gets traded, and then just 
small forward, power forward, and center become much more crystallized. And you oh, know, I, I think they more play, fluid. I think he's gonna have to be a three for them mostly. Um, Jalen Johnson, which I think is fine. Which he's just kind of a question mark. He's kind of a mystery box. I saw. I watched him play for their G League team in Oshkosh. And the guy looks like he should just be like LeBron, like the his presence, his body type, like the he looks like he should just be great. The Pete, it just wasn't all put together, right? So who knows what that'll actually how that'll work for them? Could be big, but yeah, there's certainly big ifs on the wing rotation. No question. Again, I just don't I don't get the Herder thing at all. I guess you want the defense. I just think Herder is actually quite good. It's a bizarre trade. To Jordan's point, too, I feel like there's a chance we've reached the ceiling of Nate McMillan. And I would be a lot less surprised if Nate McMillan is the first NBA coach to be fired. Uh, I think they'll just be too yeah. good. I, I think I it would think be if they, But if they, if they stumble at all, he's, they, he's in big trouble. They didn't, they, they, they didn't stop them from firing Lloyd Pierce, too. Like, they don't have... Granted, that was like... Okay, they hired Nate McMillan, who's a former NBA head coach at like three different teams. He's the next in line. If if anything goes wrong, he's gonna feel the brunt of it for sure. Uh, <laughs> Travis Schlenk is an interesting character, um, and he's made very ruthless decisions when it comes to coaches. And my my feeling on it is just that there is a good chance that internally they're probably already at a point where like, yeah, Nate is probably not the guy who's getting us all the way there. So I, I don't think it will take much for that to go wrong, which is funny because even when Jordan first brought that up, I started thinking to myself, yeah, I wonder who the Hawks bud could be, which is a hilarious sentence in its own right, mm-hmm. uh, particularly considering how Charles Slank was not too keen on bud being there. And then bud was like, yeah, I don't want to be here either, which that worked out for not all parties necessarily, but certainly for one party. If if they had just drafted Luca, would we have them like a favorite to win the championship this year? If they drafted Luca, yeah. they're an under stratosphere. Yeah, I mean that's always fun to think Trey's, about. The Luka Trey teams. is incredible, but it's that's that's. I know. I f- kind of feel bad for Trey. Also, imagine if the Suns was Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Luca, or whatever order. Like it's just funny to think about the Luca. You teams. wouldn't even need to. You wouldn't trade for Chris Paul then. I'm glad that wasn't yeah. the case because the books probably wouldn't have a championship. Yeah. Well, maybe they would, though. The too many things change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, next up, Charlotte Hornets. Sorry, Andrew, in advance. Uh, they won Andrew, 43. turn it off. They won 43. LaMelo's out. Miles Bridges sits in RFA forever. The line is 34 even. Gordon Haywood never plays games except on early January on a specific day when he, he they play the Bucks. That's. The worst Bucks game of the year. He's going to drop seventy. Oh God! He's yeah. He's going to break Wilt's record. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Daddy, I'm going to go under on the thirty-four though. I think they're going to be terrible. I think they might just lean into sucking, and they, they could be a, a Wemby try team for me. Yeah, I'm going way under. I think this might be one of the worst lines in the NBA, and I feel bad for that because Andrew has been telling me how bad the Hornets have been for a long time, and every time he's brought up, I'm like, oh, they're not that bad. They're not that bad. And I looked at their roster today, and I was like, oh my god, this team is terrible. They're so, so bad. And any time missed by LaMelo, it's going to get so ugly. To start the season like that could just set a tone that they cannot recover from. They have not had good luck. They have also not helped themselves out in a variety of ways. Um, I hope it turns soon, because LaMelo is really, really fun, and I would like to see them build a fun team around him. Maybe maybe they 
will be able to do exactly that because they'll be so bad this year. I mean, maybe that's how it works out, and that could work out to be really good for for Hornets fans. But um, yeah, I, I think this line is way way off. It feels feels super wrong. I don't know is that one that just that was kind of pre Lamelo injury and it hasn't been fully adjusted. It said it was but, updated yesterday. Uh, I think it's still super high. Steve Clifford's back. Are we oh, excited God, about that? Are we excited about that? The Magic I think he's and, a very oh, good coach. The Magic and Hornets are the same org, I'm convinced. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I am ready. Oh, God. No way. Come on. Over? They're the one seed in the East. <laughs> or did you come no, in? Already? Did you come I'm... in with the over and now you're going to the under? Who could say? I'm I'm sticking with the over. Wow. Wow. You big JT be... Thor guy? Is Kai Jones what you whistle? Yes, JT <laughs> Thor <laughs> with his his hammer. Um, Whoa, Kai Jones! Kai Jones is doing what? <laughs> make sure, make sure to mark this episode as explicit. No, yes. no, no! Get your minds out of the gutter, folks. You let's, said let's, it. Let's go through it. Let's go through it. Oh, no, let's go. I don't know it. what let's we're going through. Talking about Kai Jones. We're gonna do it. This is gonna be our Utah Jazz of the East. I don't think 43 wins last year. 43 wins last year. So a nine win slip. Yep. Yeah, their second best player should be in jail. Yeah. yeah might may, may end up in jail. Problem. Well, yeah. That is a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> very good point. However, however. It's a big part of the problem. Their best player is injured. Their second best player doesn't look likely to play in the NBA anytime soon. No, but I still think. <laughs> <laughs> they have. I think Steve Clifford gets the best out of his rosters. Jordan just like doesn't want to have to apologize again. History? No, I will say I think this is someone's got to be in the middle tier. Not everybody's going to be Steve Clifford, Adams, Jazz, and they're winning the title, baby. I actually <laughs> don't think someone needs to be in the middle tier. I think there might just be like nine good teams and then six <laughs> hey, awful Ty, teams. Care, careful here, Ty. <laughs> what? But also, what is the what is the middle tier? If you're taking the over, like how many wins are you? Are you, they just scraping the over? I think or? they. I think I think they just scrape. I think New York is going to be worse than them. No, oh, I don't no. think so. No, yeah. no. I, I think the Hornets have just drafted so many guys who aren't good, and they still have them all. And it's just like I just don't know what they do. There's, there's definitely a stagnancy that just does not make sense with where it looked like it was heading. I think if Hayward plays like eighty games, they could maybe finish the over and pass the Knicks. But I. There's no reason to ever expect that. And LaMelo gets healthy fast. I'm not saying Hayward's more important than LaMelo, but he is, if you look at their win percentage with and without him, it's drastic. And of course it is. Like when he plays, he's still a very good offensive player. He just doesn't, he plays half the games. I think there's only two teams in the East they could be better than, and I don't need Benton them being better than one of them. Oh wow! Think, wait, whoa, what? whoa! You think two? Let's just let's not even. We'll I, have the whole, I have the Hornets. A, I have the Hornets at twenty-eight wins. Like I think they're terrible. I mean, that, that means you're really high on one of the a th- one of the one of three teams coming up. I I think I can guess. Really, really high is a stretch. Just to just to get out in front of that one. Really high is a stretch. Okay. We may, we may have some more jazz situations coming, but not really high. Under. <laughs> okay. Team sucks. Yeah. Sorry, Andrew, but you might get Wemby. Uh, Wemby, yeah, Wemby yeah. But that's that will be a good consolation prize. Even Scoot, Scoot and Lamelo, that yeah. would be awesome. Um, oh yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's the nice thing. Lamelo is so young. If they do suck and they get a good pick, they're they're going to be in a solid spot. Just don't blow it like they've blown every other non-Lamelo. And I guess Miles Bridges, although you know, complicated. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, Miami Heat. They won fifty three and were the one seed last season. Made a shot away from the finals somehow, despite looking out of gas pretty much all year. The line is forty eight and a half. On the Heat, they lose PJ Tucker. They retain pretty much everyone else. Rohan saying under pretty pretty quickly. Under. Really, this team didn't. They didn't get better. They're fake. This is it. They, they no, say I disagree. Aging, Over. This is a team that's aging. Kyle Lowry was uh, unfortunately dealing with a lot of personal issues last year, which caused him a, to miss a majority of the season. I hope him and everyone around him is doing well. I hope he's better. When he played, he didn't look as good. And that's just this, they're going to regret that sign and trade, which they got uh, dinged the second round pick for. Uh, agree it's, with it's you there. Gonna, I agree with you on that. It's it's not going to go well. This team did nothing to really improve itself this season. Yeah, I agree with you on that too. I just don't think they got that much worse. Like they're I mean, probably they, going to win like, like 49 or 50. It's they a lost, slight they lost, over. They lost a starter. Yeah, I mean... We would have killed them if they had given PJ that contract too, though. I mean, I get it makes them worse. Uh, I yeah, I I don't like the PJ contract, but I just I think the alternative, which is their new reality, is much much worse. I don't think it's like much I, much worse. I think they'll be fine. You you lose them for nothing. Yeah, I, we've been there. In the Bucks were yeah, okay. and I didn't like it. Then. Yeah, I didn't like <laughs> it. I don't think it tanks them to lose PJ Tucker. Yeah, but they're not as good as the books. Like so, yeah. From the yeah, from the, 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 the area they have to come from, I think losing PJ Tucker is a massive deal. Like there are also players. I I'm not a believer in Tyler Hero at all. Like he does what he does. I don't think he's going to get way better. Sure. I think he does what he does. Uh, he may get worse. I, I, I don't would think expect to see him be that guy. Pretty unfair throughout his career. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not fair. That's what I think, Ty. That's fine. Um. I don't I don't believe in this team at all. There are paths too, like maybe Max Drews has another year like last year goes better. Maybe Duncan Robinson becomes the Duncan Robinson he once was. But I don't really fear this team at all from a Bucks perspective anymore. And I think when you just look around the rest of the East, again, I think they are gonna be big victims of it's now a big boys conference, and there's a lot of teams, even teams who are much earlier in their journey and very much on an upward trajectory. But like, do you think the Hawks or the Cavs or teams like that are afraid of the Heat anymore? I think they've got more going for them in terms of depth in quite a few ways too. It doesn't mean that the Heat won't come up with one or two players that at this point do not mean anything to me. It's going to be Jovic. Now, I've been like, Jovic is going to be like this. Well, y- Jovic, Jovic would be the logical one, but, but look, we'll see. I. I do think the PJ thing is a real loss, though. Even just heat culture, right? They don't necessarily need a guy set culture like some of the other teams, particularly seeing as Udonis Haslam is still getting paid by the Miami Heat to be on the roster. If they were parade for him. But PJ was the guy who was actually playing, who would kind of step up and be that voice, and let's say maybe also keep some other figures with big personalities in check. Oh, I don't know. I. I think Jimmy's in lockstep with them. I think Jimmy is the guy. I think he is the culture. I also think he's better than everyone on any team except like uh, four teams maybe in the East. I just think they win a lot of games. They play really hard. Maybe Lowry gets looks better. Maybe not. I just think they're going to win 49 games. That's just 
what we've seen from Jimmy, the the will that he has, the the fact that they really seem to care about these regular season games for whatever reason. I agree with you. I think the Bucks would roundhouse kick them in a series. I also think it's their worst matchup possible given their spacing concerns and how comfortable Brooke is in that series and how big of a Rubicon that is for the Bucks and their chances against the given team. But I, I think they're going to win 49 or 50 games. Jovic will look good right away. I, I think Robinson probably is back in the fold and, and plays because he kind of has to. They really like Caleb Martin. He's going to play at the four. I don't love their offseason at all. I just think this is what they do, and, and they're going to grind out a bunch of wins, especially against bad teams and against some good teams, too, if you don't take them seriously enough. Over. For the same reasons that Ty said, they're going to be a finely uh, close to a fine chip machine regular season-wise. It's a matter of just finishing in the playoffs, and don't really see that this year. They still almost beat um, the Celtics, though. Like it is true. Like they, it wasn't like they were a bad playoff. I think that's more on the Celtics. The Celtics. The, the Celtics went yes. to the finals. I mean, I, I just don't know what you, what else. I mean, the, the Heat. They were first in the East, and they were in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. They lost okay. PJ Tucker. There's, there's new. There's more nuance. To that. But I, I'm, I'm just saying those are that those things both happened. Do Do we think they have been playing exactly to their level, or have they been overachieving someone? I, I think they get a hundred and ten percent. Usually. I would say play to their level. I think just over, okay. but I That's just a, expect them to continue. I feel to they're do they're so. overachieving. Yes, yeah. and I, I just think it's tougher for them to live at that level because the conference is better. Like to yeah. me, they they could very comfortably be the eight seed. Now that doesn't mean they suck because the East is going to be competitive, and uh, there's a very good chance that some pretty good team could fall to that kind of tier. Yeah, but they are they are the team that I would identify as kind of most likely of the. They kind of already established good teams in the East. Um, I would be that, really that surprised. I'd be surprised if they won less than Cleveland, which I think is going to be a, a very hot take for a lot of people, but I think they'll be better. Anyway, we'll get to Cleveland. I, they'll definitely be better than their neighbors down there in Florida, the Orlando Magic. The line is 27. They Will last they? year. What? Will they? Yes. Last year they won 22. They add Paolo Bancaro is the main addition. Their young guys look good. Everyone loves Franz Wagner, Wendell Carter. Still have Mo Bamba, at least for now. Some good young Old players. Bull? Yeah, we were talking about the good young players. John Hammond Dream. How do we feel about the 27 mark for the Orlando Magic here? Over. Wow. Slight over. Oh, my goodness. I'm going under. Under. I've got multiple games over. Oh, my. Oh, we, no. we spend all this time talking about how good the rest of the East is. Where are they? They're yeah. getting 30 wins playing. Who are they better than? I I think they'll kind of eke out a lot of wins here or there. Like, it's, again, this is not, like, to be a 30-win team in the NBA is not the highest bar. It is when I, you're I, coming off 22. Well, I think with the trajectory of their players, like, with the makeup of their roster... I think they have got lots of good, intriguing young players that yeah. it's not a stretch to be like, yeah, they could improve by eight games this year. I think it is in this conference. I not think for me, for me it, the the big thing for me is Jalen Suggs is already hurt. Granted, it's not like a long-term injury, but it's still enough to kind of stifle progress. Then you're looking at Marco Fultz. Cole Anthony's kind of just been like, meh. I know Ben Caro's first overall pick in high expectations. I just don't Fran- see. Don't forget Franz Wagner. 
Franz yeah. Wagner is very he's good. He's going to yes. be their best he's player be... this year. I like him a lot. But yeah. I just think they 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 kind of they, that's why I like them is I feel like they have enough interesting young guys that they can just kind of replay with that and, and I do think some of them are going to stick in a meaningful way. Which I know this has kind of been the thing with the Magic forever, but I do think they're actually at a point now where they might find something that could be the basis of a team they can build with. I think their issue is something you said earlier, Adam, about a different team. I think in the last episode, I don't think they have enough adults in the room. I think that's their it's, biggest issue. It's like the Rockets for me. Uh, I, Gary Harris more. has to be that, which is a tough that's one. Fine. Terrence they have Terrence Ross. It's like more, and Harris more is hurt Twitch. too, isn't he? Did he get hurt over the summer? Uh, I don't know on that one. I don't think time, so. Maybe he's going to be ready in time. It seems likely. I mean, that's kind of his last few years. So I can't yeah. say for sure that Gary Harris has not got hurt. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that, but I'm not saying this is a team that's going to go and like win 40 games. No, no, I know. Um, and I I know his injuries have been up and down. His fit with the Bulls is weird. I'm still a big Wendell Carter believer too. I just really like there. his game. Yeah, and. That's. I think there are enough really interesting pieces. I am someone who have not been interested in the Magic for a very long time, but I do think there is enough there that this season, I actually kind of think, like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing some Magic games, and I do think that they'll pick up some wins along the way. I think the Hornets win more games than the Magic. Mm, no, not for me. I think it's going to be pretty tight. Those two. They'll be tight. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a lot of teams, even when you think of the bad teams in the West that we talked about, like I think these magic players are just more competent than what they're going to go up against with a lot of the teams who are just outright like working to be bad. I agree, that but they're only going to there's going to be, there's going to be sweeps. Yeah. yeah I was gonna say here or there. And there is, there's potential for that in the, in the East too. I mean, there are multiple teams still not quite as many or no, not, not as bad. Way. Yeah. But, I, there is potential for them to pick up wins. I, I don't think it's a stretch for them to be. I think, I think they're going to win like 25. I think they'll get a little better because I do like their young players too. But Rohan, go ahead. You haven't gotten to speak much about Orlando. <laughs> I just, I think, I think, uh, I think it was Adam who said this. They haven't, like, they're more competent. The players are more competent. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I don't think they're going to be a great team. I think they'd probably get to 30, 30 wins. But I, yeah. I like the talent they have there. It's just, I think they, they're not going to be that bad. Like it's hard to be that bad. They found a way this past season. I don't know. I just I feel like they had really good seasons from their young guys, and they were still a twenty-two win team. So that's why I just think you had Paolo. You know, some of those guys are Paolo. A lot of their guys were they were always in and out though. I, again, like I, I mentioned this, like my our, our favorite archetype player is a big guard. I'm still a big believer in Markel Fultz, man. Big believer. Their guards he, he don't. Good when he came, he looked good that's, when he came back last season. Their guards just don't move me. I think that's the other issue is their guard play. It's really... Jalen Suggs can only go up. Uh, not if he doesn't play. And RJ Hampton exists, I think. Like, Dave, I, it just makes me sad, some of these teams. It's like all these picks, and they're all just kind of in the mud there. I don't know. I think it's kind of hard sometimes to emerge from that with a clear hierarchy at the, some of these positions, too. We'll see. Plus, I think we're a little bit underrating the impact that Paolo can have year one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I think he's a good prospect. I don't think it's a great, great top end draft, quite honestly. It's fair. But yeah, he could. I think he's got better, better prospects around them, though, than some of the other kind of top picks on back. Oh, yeah, teams. 100%. Like, 100%. There's yeah. just, there's a better base. Like that, that is, I think, the core of what's interesting about them and what good. Like if he does click right for the jump, like 
then the magic finally have something very real to work with and build around. And if that happens, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of the other guys, let's say like a Jay on Suggs type, who's very far from setting the world alight at this point, like find another level. And a lot of those kind of players could could step up together and be something that's kind of greater than some of their parts. Yeah. Again, be clear. It's like no, I know, I know. You're saying we're talking thirty wins. I know. Like the the fantasy season for the Magic, which I think is impossible, is like they get thirty two wins, and everyone's like, "Whoa, the Magic are like alive," and that's still pretty bad. Yeah. Washington Wizards. They won thirty five last year. The line is thirty five and a half. Speaking of teams who continually just just decimate their own draft picks. Wizards fans are already out on Wisconsin's own Jonathan Davis. I'm going under. I don't care about the Wizards. I'm not even going to think about it that much. I'm sick of everyone talking about Brad Beal, like this elite player. Win some games. How about that? How about win some games? How about <laughs> it's a 10-team postseason? How about do something in it? I just want to see that from Brad Beal. That's all. That's all I want to see. Brad or Kamaya might see this. I apologize. I just want to see it. No, don't apologize. You can't say it. You can't. Be I mean, all. I mean it. I'm not so taking it back. I just, I don't mean to be as heated as I've seen you in years. Let's, I'm sick of, I'm, I just, uh, the, the guys who aren't making an outsized impact just don't want to hear about that much. Just not that interested. So I'm taking the over because I really like Bradley Beal. Yeah. Fair enough. The dichotomy. <laughs> I think he's good. I think he's, I think he's a good player. Yeah. And I think they've got other good players around. I'm big Monte Morris fan. And I think he's a nice addition here. Again, like, this is relative for all of them. This is not a fun, exciting team. They are boring as hell. Um, but I think they're going to get 36 wins. Would be where I have like, I'll give them the half game over. They're not really, I, I don't see any path to being much better than that. I think play in and be brushed aside comfortably by a much better team is probably like the best case for them. But I think they can live up to that. This team sucks. I can see, I can see, I can see the over. I just don't want to. I mean, if Porzingis plays, if Beal plays, which neither of which have happened very frequently in recent years, they have a lot of guys I wouldn't want on my team. Like if I'm serious about winning, kind of baking, but that that they're going to score a lot of points and they're going to win games. Will Barton, Kyle Kuzma, these kind of guys. I'm I'm high on Kuzma, but no, this team is not going to win 36 games. Jordan's going to say they're going to win 50 games. <laughs> they're actually inside no. track on the one the seed. <laughs> if, I, if an NBA team was 500, like the number 500 and how I you associate, like word association, it is the Washington Wizards. Um, I, but I'm going said, over. <laughs> well, you've got to go over if you're saying they're 500. Yes. Uh, Bradley Beal played 40 games last year and they won 35 games. If he plays one more game that eclipses the over. <laughs> like, I just, I, this team is just perennially just like. Better East. It's a better East, but I also think, I don't know. They have competent players. It's not great players. It's just, they, they're just so underwhelming and every regard just say the word wizards it's like oh do they do they beat the sun though oh, oh boy. 
All right. I think that's it on the list. I, I, I see yeah. the points. I could clearly see them going over. I just, I've just been waiting for them to really kind of implode. And it just feels like it has to happen at some point because they're clearly not going in the other direction. No, it's, they're not. They, they, only make, moves like the they make moves to tread water. That's what they do. Yeah, but that, yeah, that has a shelf life. You can't do that forever. As we saw with the Bucks, who tried to do that forever, eventually it just falls out. They, that is what they are. They are uh, they are the the Bucks trying to continually win forty games, and it just you, 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 but they do it by doing bad. The problem things. the problem the books had is the books were trying to tread water where they were already below the surface. Where the wizards the wizards successfully treaded water for a while. Define so they success. at least got to, they at least got to start from. There's still room for them. They to... were actually. A 500 team and regularly making the playoffs, not mm. very occasionally making it. I suppose. I think that's but the I difference. Still, I still there. think the general principle applies. Sure. Just can't. It, it, the the real swing, I think, for them, health is a big one. Like, is is Corey Kispert anything? Is Danny Avdia anything? Is Rui Hachimura anything? Is Jonathan Davis anything? They've drafted so many guys who's just like they draft so poorly. You just look that's at all the wings. You're like, are any, are any of these guys NBA players? Oh, is it Johnny? Yeah. Whatever. Here's Johnny. I, no, I'm not doing it as a bit. I we'll wait to see if he's remarkable. Who's named? I I missed that. Who did you? I'm, I keep calling him Johnny Davis Jonathan. You keep calling him the lead singer from Corn. Also, the Brewers outfielder who yes probably factors it. much more prominently. That's, into that my is life. probably it. Yeah, that's what it is. He's no longer a Brewer, but yeah, no, he's gone already. Yeah. <laughs> But still, I think the the year they had with him will probably be more important to me than anything Johnny David. We'll see. Maybe we'll keep <laughs> wow, that's quite a call. Wizards draft history, man. Since Beal, it has been not ideal. Central Division, we'll do oh, four right. of them. Yeah. What's the deal, Beal? This one's going to hurt me, too. The Chicago Bulls, they won 46 last year. Really amazing start. Wheels totally fell off due to injury and their players not actually being that good. But the line is 41 and a half. I'm going to shock the world. I've done so much Bulls negativity. They're not getting nearly enough crap for such an uninspiring offseason. I'm going to take the over. Like very, very slight. They're not awful. Uh, DeRozan and Levine are still pretty good. I, the Lonzo thing is concerning. But I think they probably went 42 games. I mean, it's not that not that difficult. Yeah, they just need to go 500. I think I'm, I'm going to take the over. No, they need to go better. The line's 41 right, and a half. They do. Yeah. 40, they need to go one game above 500. Yeah. I know, man. Uh, <laughs> I think, like, the seat, it's fine. Like, they're, they're not inspiring to me in any sense of the word. They're not going to be any sort of a factor come the postseason. I think they'll win 42 games. It's, gonna, it's close. I think I'm literally saying they're going to go over by half a game. I'm going under. Um, I think they'll win 39. I just, wow. I'm not crazy about this team at all. I'm not crazy with the fit. And I do think a lot of the drop off we saw last season and then into just how tootless they were against the Bucks as well. well. I think that's who they are, though. I, I think they're. I think that's who they are without Zach Levine. His, the health of him will probably be what swings this line. Listen, talking up Zach Levine is not going to get me to change my mind about it. any team. Not a big Zach Levine guy. I just, I don't, like, with the same group just won 40. They added I no one. They added no one. They didn't do anything. So. Yeah, but I hey, don't think they're a 46-win team. Issue. 
just because they've just because they've won forty six doesn't mean they win forty six again this year. No, like, I think it means uh, they win forty two. Dalen Terry's interesting. Pat Williams is healthier. Looks I like Pat Williams. Pat Williams yeah. is one of the only players on the roster I actually think like, oh yeah, I like that. I get the point of it. Um, no, just like they'll be in the play in mix. But yeah, I agree with to that. To me, very, very wizardsy too. Like just in how uninspiring they've got better players at the top end, but I think they've got to me the least inspiring better players that you could have on a team. And I, I do think their ceiling is capped really, really low. And it might have just been last year. Under. Wow. wow. Under. <laughs> this team had the worst offseason I can remember in a long time, especially for a team with expectations. The other reason why I think this is relevant with their going under. Bulls They're were 25... Yeah, I'm going under. The, the Bulls under. are though. They're going under. Uh, 25 and 16 in clutch games. How many times did De- Demar Derozan like will them to victory in like late, late uh, game situations? And the fact that he was—I mean, you could have argued that he could have been a top five MVP candidate last year. Yeah, just because he of was how good at he one was. point in the season. Yeah. So I just think they didn't make any meaningful changes when they. Arguably should have. I agree. They have a they have a decent starting lineup, not a great one. Nikola Vucevic, that <laughs> let's that has not aged great for them nope. at all. Imagine just great for him either. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think this is a comfortable under. I think it's going to be. I don't I don't see where this team is heading, and they have committed a lot of money towards it. The only saving grace is Billy Donovan teams. They just kind of, again, they don't. It's not middle of the road. It's a little higher than middle of the road, but it's not that much greater. So I, I, I guess that's the only thing that would make me give or give me pause about going under. But I, I, I just think don't they've see got. I think they've got one more year before the wheels fall off. Is where I'm at. And I think they're decent for one more year, and then the year after they don't do anything again, and then they suck. The fact that Lonzo is so he's gone. he is he's gone. He's not playing it. I I'm just I'm not oh, recording no. that, but he's there's no way he's gonna. Do you mean to tell me you don't think a guy that can't run and jump a a month before the regular season is not gonna play this? I've game? never what? seen this many negative reports in a row about a player. It just doesn't happen like this. It shouldn't. It's so but it's sad. also it's it shocking is. to me. It's sad. It's super sad. I, I don't mean to make light of all that, but like. It is shocking to me how much of – how much, like, he's just expanded with this team that yeah. I just don't understand. Same with Caruso. I mean, Caruso's really good. And when he – obviously, we saw firsthand when he was out, um, how much that affected the Bulls. It's just – that's where, to me, it's like, okay, if someone like Lonzo Ball being out for, let's just say, a good portion of the season – how do they man? Like, are they? What are they going to do? Are they going to go after Jay Crowder, or what? Are they going to no. try to find some help? I'd that actually way, really like, like that for them. That'd be good. It wouldn't be bad, but it's just like I don't. I just don't see what it. They're where this team is headed. No, I agree with that totally. Again, I yeah. think they chug through one more low forties year, and then I think yeah. they 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 they're too locked in. They can't really pivot, and then they're just awful because Levine yeah. gets a little worse, DeRozan gets worse, Vucevic. I don't know how much worse you can get. That's rude, but I, I think I think, I think Io takes the leap, though. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I like Kyle. Yeah. I think if they, if they, I'd feel a lot better about the over if they did trade like Kobe White for Jay Crowder or something like that. I just think so that, that, that some pieces there, I guess. Might as well just keep going all in because probably not going to have a future anyway, right? So. What? What? What's going to happen? This core. This core. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm not saying. Hey, the Bulls are on like sound footing. That's what I'm saying. Jordan kept saying they're going under. I'm going, they're going under? Now you're saying they won't have a future? Yeah, I mean. World's ending, baby. Also that. Cleveland Cavaliers won 44 <laughs> last year. 48 flat is the line. Maybe every – I think them and the Pelicans feel like – kind of the Timberwolves, but they were actually pretty good last year. Are the teams everyone's really excited about I think making the leap this season? 48, not a low number, but of course they had Donovan Mitchell. They were really banged up last season. Ricky Rubio is back, although not going to play to start the year. It's a tough one. Where, where Does anyone have strong feelings about this line? I, I have strong feelings about the line. The line's insane. I came into this whole exercise being like, yeah, I'm a big believer in the Cavaliers. I'm ready to be excited about the Cavs. I think it's a fun roster. I think there's a lot of the fits really well together. What's the line? I'm like, oh, actually, I'm on the under. No. Like, I don't, I find it very difficult this season with the Cavs um, to go over on that. Like, when you're going to be working some stuff out, they're still a very, very young team um, with a lot of players who are still finding their way. I think they're going to be great to watch. I think they'll be fun on any given night. They could be a really pesky playoff out even, um, particularly if you get like the version of Donovan Mitchell we have seen in the past where he kind of steps up under the bright lights uh, in the playoffs. And I think in the bubble, oh, well, there'll be some more shot making around them this time than he had in Utah for sure. Like there are other players who could do stuff, which is interesting as a fit. And yet, with the likes of Mobley and Jared Allen, you've still got really strong defensive centers. I l- love this roster. I really like how it's constructed. I think they'll be really good. 48 wins is a ton for a team coming from where they were. So I'm just below it, but I th- I think this is a crazy, crazy line. Jordan. I have them at oh. 48. Well, I was, I was mm. going to push. You're taking my thing. Mm. I have them just around 40. I think... Like you mentioned, Ty, they they were really, really banged up in the second half of last season, which is why their wins started to just fall off. Like the record, I should say, sort of fell off a cliff in the latter, latter stages of the season is because they just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. The guys were in and out. Jared Allen was in and out. Evan Mobley was out. Like Darius Garland missed some time. Like if you can get those guys healthy, plus you have like a guy in Donovan Mitchell who's like a bona fide shot creator, shot maker. Add him to, like, I'm really, really high on Darius Garland. I think both of those two together, like, sure, there might be some defensive concerns, but that's okay when you have Evan Mobley and Jared Allen on your back line. I think this team, I think I think they're going to be pretty good. I think 48 wins is perfect for them. I did slight under. Hmm. I, again, like the pieces, like a lot of the players independent of one another. And then when you add someone like Donovan Mitchell, Perfect move for them. Still think probably, I mean, their starting three is like the biggest question of like any starter. Just get any one win, Cavs. Just, they just one need, normal win. Exactly. Player. I think, I know Lamar Stevens is kind of like the undrafted guy that 
you know, home, home or uh, develop a developmental prospect that they've, uh, they like D Wade too. Yeah. He's yeah. Like it, they, best, it's best like D Wade's ever played for the Cavs. Chetty Osmond. It was a fun prospect for like six years. Dylan, Dylan Windler. Yeah. Karis LeVert. The one thing that will give me pause, Karis LeVert. I don't, I don't know. I think he's a perfect six man, but he always has health issues. Some Could of them he were... be the most important piece no, of the NBA season? I, I don't think so. I, I think that's the, the thing. The thing there is he doesn't have to be because they could just play yeah. big and he can be the sixth man and they can roll with that, which is a really great place to be. Like, because I like him a lot, but obviously he's had all variety of issues. Who's the fifth starter then that year? I don't I, know. I, I mean, is I personally... Yeah, is there a But Adam saying be. go big with the. I'm just wondering. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying go big. I'm saying they may well go big. Oh yeah, like, I just think losing marketing is kind of sneakily difficult for that because they don't have mm-hmm. their big depth now is Kevin yeah, Love, even, who was very good, and and Robin Lopez, who's good, but you're not going to start him at the three. <laughs> That'd be who's, so funny. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could put in Mobley there. I, I, I wonder I how long you, is. I think you could. Even, like, it's it's super weird. But, but you don't I have think, a four then. I, I. Well, how long do we see that Kevin Love that we saw last year after he looked kind of done for a little while? He was rejuvenated. They were fun. How long well, is that? He, he also didn't want to be there. <laughs> oh yeah, he's and now he does. Kind of a whiny player on that kind of a contract. I'm just gonna say, even like uh, I. I I'm going to butcher his name. Ochai Agbaji. Agbaji, yeah. Mm-hmm. He would have been interesting there. He was a guy that they drafted that they threw in the Mitchell trade. That was like, I mean, you have to do that when you trade for Donovan Mitchell. But when they drafted it, it was like, oh, yeah, you have a need. He fits that need, and he might buy for the starting job. Yeah. They, that is easily, like, the biggest, like, position that will be improved on in some form between now and the trade deadline. Um but yeah, I, I like the veteran flavor they have. Obviously, Rolo's there. Kevin Love can be moody, but if Rubio. they will, Rubio, of course. Like they have, they have the ingredients there to make this a really splashy first season with Mitchell there. I just think it. I compared as we talked about in the last pod, compared from uh, Minnesota to Cleveland, I would probably lead. Obviously, definitely lean more towards Minnesota kind of figuring things out. Agree. Agree. I'm going to go slight under after all, not push. I have a bunch of small reasons for Cavs pessimism. Don't love the way they handled the Darius Garland back stuff. Seemed like he was playing through. So pretty, pretty meaningful. And maybe it's one of the, they always say, oh, it's not going to make it worse. Sure, it's not. I didn't love that. It looked like he was. Like in one of the late Bucks games, even maybe in the last game. Yeah, of the it year, was the last game. It wasn't that important of a game, I don't think, for them. Maybe it was. But he was like playing late against Lindell Wigginton and like really gritting through it in a way I don't love to see. And I wonder how that's going to go. My Especially spicy, for a small guard. Yeah. My spicy Cavs take is they may end up regretting the Sexton and a bunch of stuff for Donovan Mitchell trade. I do think Donovan Mitchell is better. Sexton's been pretty damn good when we've seen him and i don't know if the cost to upgrade from one or the other is going to be worth all the chips that they moved it's a lot of stuff i think there's a i think there's a significant gap between those two let's see we'll see i also can't wait to see i think it's worth like it was a hefty price for that upgrade 
but it's worth getting someone who is a few years ahead of the rest of your course schedule. Again, to get someone who's just got a little bit more experience. He's not so much older that you're like, okay, well, it's win now with that guy before he's gone. I think it's actually a really kind of well-judged move in terms of age profile that he is a little bit ahead of them. Hopefully, you're going to see the best version of him there if you're the Cavs and he hits his prime and then everyone else is still coming up behind him and reaching the peak of their levels. I, I do quite like that element of it and I think that is a reason too beyond the fact that he's done a whole lot more in the league already than Sexton does. Well, yeah. But Sexton has. I, I, I think going for someone who is more is not an unwise move when you've got lots of really talented young players of a similar age come true at once. I think someone who's just, you're creating a pecking order even beyond kind of what's naturally emerging. I don't think that's the worst thing for kind of trying to work out how do we build a winning team here. Plus, is Evan Mobley getting better also? Yeah, Yeah. probably is. It's going to factor a lot into that. Mm. Yeah, agreed. I just... I'm going to go full Simmons. I just want to see it with them because I think it's a very weird roster. And I think J.B. Bickerstaff did a good job last year. I think it's, I don't know. If, uh, if I agree. Like, I'm, on the, I'm on the under. Yeah. Like, I'm super high on the Cavs. They're going to win 47 games for me. Yeah, it's the line really is insane. insane. Are, we, are we all in agreement that this line is completely ridiculous for a team? But, that it, is, makes se- but it makes sense, so. though. It, it makes sense to lure I better. it's a pretty good line because yes. I'm, yeah. I'm taking I'm taking the push <laughs> outside of the bucks the division's not great this year which helps no. i don't know ty let's talk uh, about the next team I, I don't know wait wait till you hear my takes on the next team oh my god the detroit pistons who won 23 games last year <laughs> smash the over sorry i want to talk about the this line so is a flat 29 <laughs> we're smashing the over apparently rohan go ahead and talk about the i'm so detroit i'm really pistons. really excited for this i'm like they might be my second favorite team to watch this season that's how excited I am to watch the Detroit Pistons. A lot of that, it starts with Cade Cunningham. I love this dude and his prospects in the NBA. He, like, I've said this before on this podcast, big guard. He is the epitome of a big guard, but he's not necessarily like a, like a big point guard, but he plays like that. He has such a good feel of the game of basketball. You watch him try to navigate a pick and roll. It is like poetry in motion. This it's it's so I'm so so high on Kate. I think he has the chance to be one of the best players in his generation. I just I'm just very very high on uh, on Cade, and in addition to him, like this team around him is it's it's finding its way. They have tough guys on their team. You want to look at Isaiah Stewart. You want to look at Sadiq Bay. Those are ballers. Like Sadiq Bay scored fifty in a game that no one watched last year because it was on during March Madness. Like that that's a thing that happened. Uh, you get Jaden Ivey addition to this team. Is he going to be great year one? No, probably not. Is he going to be a good speed threat? Yes. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich is like an adult in the room for them. He's going to be a great floor spacer as well. That's something that they sort of lost uh, when they had Jeremy Grant in the fold. But now you get Boyan Bogdanovich, who's like just an elite, elite floor spacer, very, very smart player. Uh, he's going to be a great fit with this team. I'm just, I'm so, so excited for this team. Is Jalen Duran going to be something year one? Again, probably not. He's going to foul out of every game he plays, but he is going to try. He is going to try out there. I'm, I'm so, so excited for this team. This team might do, make the Do you playoffs. have a number? 
Do you have a number on? Because I, I have a number that I'll decide whether or not I'll share the number based on if you... 41. Whoa. Uh, oh, my God. I've got, uh, I've no. got 40. Oh, my no. God. Let's go. No, no, Just no. Just to be unprecedented. No. I have heard enough. <laughs> heard enough. It's too soon. No, it's, it's not. It's absolutely not sure. What? I, I, they... They're the team of the future. They're the team of the future. I understand. Understand this. They have what if, good pieces. What if they own that future, Jordan? And what if they own it now? But they're not built for this, Adam. They're not built Is for Dwayne this. Is Dwayne Casey going to roll down the windows of a car and say, let's do this? <laughs> Is he going to be scared of Matthew Delvadova and his dreams? Probably. It's not. It's There's not. I see it next year. I see it the year after mm. when. Hmm. Things are coming together. No shade, Cunningham here. Oh, but um, <laughs> but I I just don't think that this team is ready to. Play. How long? They're, how long is that one being? You know, five minutes. Um, <laughs> lot Honestly, of Killian, a lot less than I thought. A lot of Killian Hayes buzz about like, hell yeah, he redid his shot. That's no, great. he might suck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the Bogdanovich, the Bogdanovich trade, very odd. Oh, I it's love a that. Very, I like that a lot. It's, it's a I like that trade a lot. They needed an adult. They knew they did. They needed an adult who's going to play all year, which Nerlens might not. I just don't. This team is not. In terms of their veterans, besides Bogdanovich, like a lot is riding on Nerlens Noel to be a starting caliber center, which he has shown in very brief stretches. If this just this team is really young, I just don't. I don't it is. see. It is, but they also, they're feisty and they know how to play. Like, they're a defensive-minded young trio. Like, Cade is a stud on defense. Uh, Like, Isaiah Stewart, uh, Sadiq Bey, those guys are not pushovers on defense. I think there's a difference between, like, a young team in terms of, like, oh, they're just, like the Houston Rockets, for instance, where they're just, like, a bunch of offensive-minded players. Like, these are two-way guys. And I think that makes the difference. This is, without a doubt, it's my most chaotic pick of this whole exercise, and that is probably saying something. I can't I can't believe it. I'm so happy I'm not alone. I I really just I it's purely it's based on feel more than anything, in part because I mean I think for something like that to pan out, Jaden Ivy and Jalen Duran have to be like good. <laughs> not just playable. They've got to be good this season. They've good got to ish. Fan. I don't think they have to be that good. No, I think no, they have they to be good do, if they're going to win 40 games. They have to be games. good. They, 40 games. They, they do have to be good. Even 30. I, I think they could be good. I really do. I I think it's in play. I love the Bogdanovich position for them. I think he is the perfect kind of player to mesh in with that. When you've got Cade Cunningham, it's like, what do you need? You also look at the kind of players, as Ron has pointed out, the kind of defenders, someone like Isaiah Stewart, who I quite like, but... He's a weird player. Like in terms yeah. of what modern bigs are like, it's not necessarily the ideal. So what do you need to get around that? What do you need to make it work? I think Bogdanovich goes quite a way towards making that happen. And I do think there's kind of interesting vets on this team. They're a very young team. I like Burks. I like Burks. I like Kemba. Not as basketball player at this point, even. He's but not, I, I don't He's not Kemba, with the team though. Is he not? No, they they want they want him gone. They're trying to get rid yeah. of him. Pistons yeah, don't I want think, him. Yeah. Uh, I think they should keep him around. So like, does he. I don't, he I don't know if he wants to. No, I've. That's what I would have thought more. I think James Edwards said it was Pistons' side. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. If if you're the Pistons, I don't know why you don't want Kemba Walker around Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey at this point. Like, I I think he's but got if he's, that... if he's open to embrace that role. I, I think that's something that really could help this team to kind of hit the ground running in a different it, way. Doesn't that in itself that whole like them not wanting Kemba there and they need veteran helps or veteran players, not just a mentor, but like. If you're going to want to make a big jump in the standings, you're going to have to rely on someone like Kemba who can still theoretically play. Jordan, uh, 100%. This uh, is, you, you saw mm. me just find out the, not play, but no, you found no. me just, you saw me just find out this news. Would it have changed my pick? Well, possibly. Well, you're still Am over. I going That's to, not going to change your over. No, no, but it's also not going to change my prediction because I am not a man for apologies on the pod midway trip. <laughs> I felt like I was a little I, rude. I, I just I didn't change my take. Just felt like I delivered a little rudely. Jordan, are you over or under? Oh, I'm under. I'm are under. Under all the way. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. That seven is going to suck. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. I think there's another team in this division that's going to overperform. Oh, Jordan. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me. I want to go before we get to outrage over yeah, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> pretty t- pretty tempered take. I have the over, but like 35 ish. I just think the Cade's got to really figure out a lot of the the scoring stuff. I think he will. But I don't I, think he does. I think he does. He was terrible at shooting threes last year. But he doesn't. Also, have to. how is he kind of is... does? I think he kind of does as a perimeter no, player. No, he doesn't. I don't Jordan, think he's numbered. Where is Beef Stew and Jalen Duran gonna play? Yeah, I think Beef Stew's gonna have to play a four, which I don't love. Um, between Noel and Duran, I don't, I don't love. That's gonna be a Duran. Duran. Duran's gonna be a backup five if he's. Yeah, well, is he gonna be the a third string? Where's Stewart's play though? I don't, I don't love the fit of their bigs. Well, Noel, I think Noel should play because he's probably better right now. But I don't think it's a clean fit. Um, but yeah, I think he's gonna have to be able to shoot the ball. Absolutely, he's not Giannis. I if you're not Giannis, you kind of have to shoot the ball from distance. I mean, in this league, just, you have to be able to operate in the mid range. I don't think he's amazing at that, but I, I think as a, as a perimeter player, it's really hard to be a great player if there's no I three point threat. And it's even more harder because Jade, Jaden Ivy is looked at as the speed threat, the off ball guy that's just going to you know run end to end and take care of defense that way. Kate is going to have so much attention towards him, and they're which not. He's used to, he's just, which he's used to. Yeah, I mean, but it's, I think he's. I think he's really good too. I'm really high on mm-hmm. Kate. Just think he's going to need another year or so to put it together. Don't know what to expect from Ivy. It's not fair. I'm not encouraged by him, kind of because of Hayes. I remember the hype about Hayes, and then it was just. And so I want to see it from him. Like Sadiq Bay, don't love him, but I like Sadiq Bay. You know, like losing Grant is tough. He didn't play much last year. Boyan totally takes care of that. I would have been a little. I would have been like a slight over pre Boyan. Really like that move for them. I just think they're a year away from. I think they might sniff around the play in, but I think they're a year away from actually finishing in the playoffs eight. I think a, I think a big swing piece for them is going to be Isaiah Livers, who showed a lot at the tail end of last season uh, as sort of like a swing piece. Like I think if he hits, he's real. Like this team's going to be something to deal with. Maybe. I agree with your take too. I have them at nineties. I, yeah, I guess I, I have to go through and see where my win total actually puts them. I would guess around 10, considering how vehemently anti-Wizards I was. But let's get to Jordan's uh, sleeper team here, the Indiana Pacers. 
They won 25 last year. The line is actually the lowest in the East, which surprises me a little bit. 23 it doesn't and a half. surprise me Does it? Does it surprise it does not surprise me. It is me. surprising. You guys I see agree what with Benedict you, Mathurin? You guys see what Benedict Mathurin's done this preseason? I have. It's been pretty good. Is that a sincere question? Yeah. I know. I you know, shouldn't be asking you, you this. You know I have not seen what Benedict Mathurin I'm doing the Mathurin, the math urin right oh. here. Uh, 23 and a half games for a team that won 25 games last year and had their worst season in recent history, if not franchise history, and has – if everybody was going crazy about the Kings trading Tyrese Halliburton, oh, my God, why did they do this? What is going on? And <laughs> they get a good player, possibly a good player, Benedict Mathurin. Chris uh, Duarte is on the team. Miles Turner, Buddy Heald. Pretty I'm bad. not saying this team. I'm not saying this team is going to be a playoff team or a playing team. I just don't see them. I don't see them winning nearly 30 games, if not more. Rick um, Carlisle is still the coach. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change Rohan's take right here. Uh, James Johnson is on this roster. You James sure Johnson is on this roster. Let's go, Over, baby. <laughs> Bloodsport, baby. They got the. They got the vet in the room. Hey, this is probably the weirdest line. So you're pounding over on this, Jordan? I think it's a comfortable think over. This is I the think you're going to be the only one. Uh, let I, me, yeah, I'm, well, so I'm well conditioned to feel that way. I, I'll, I'll, call, him, be... call him Sam Smith because he knows he's not the only one. Okay. Exactly. Wow. I'm dancing with a stranger with this line. This business is dirty. Uh, same way I baked in the Lakers getting better. I'm going to bake in the Pacers. It just feels like... Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, maybe even McConnell are just not going to be there that long. I think if they tried to win this year, they'd probably be over, but I don't think they will. I think this team's okay as is, but I just think I don't expect them to have this team the whole year. So I'm going to go under, but I do think it's a pretty it's a pretty low line for the guys there right now. They're solid NBA guys. Indiana, they're trying to get Wembenyama so bad. I yeah. agree. But I see where Jordan's coming from. I could see him getting up near 30. If they were like – if their if mindset was we're going to grind out wins, we believe in Tyrese, we don't need to tank, we're going to keep Buddy, we're going to extend Miles Turner, we're all in on this core. Yeah, maybe they win 28 games. 20, 26 to 56 is still a comfortable over for this. It is a, it's it's not, a low number. It's a low number it's for a the very low number. players here. That, is that purely based on Lakers trade speculation? I think just I general. Know. It just seems like generally they don't I care about bad. winning. They're not good. I, I think, I think you're. Pistons. Wow. I think they are. I don't think that's I, insane to say as currently constructed. I think it. I think it's yeah. I I don't know if I agree, but I don't think it's insane. It's closer than I think two of the people in this. I don't think they, oh, yeah. they have enough. They don't have you enough. Know how close I think it is. They don't have enough wings. <laughs> is their issue? I, I don't. I don't yeah. buy their wing depth at all. It's like Jalen Smith at the four or five. I like O'Shea Brissett as like a fifth wing. He's probably Terry Taylor start. does rebound the ball like crazy for a guy who's six five. And I remember watching her games. Cool. He's like There's going to be a lot of misses. So yeah. He's going to be there. He's going to be. Needed. And you know what? Maybe he gets some tippins and wins the game late. I don't know. <laughs> That's two Ursan wins right there. <laughs> so Jordan, Jordan. Yeah. What? I've got. I've got the Pistons at 40 wins, right? Yeah. Have that. That's where I've got the Indiana Pacers. Oh, it's not that. 20? Not 20. crazy. 
Is that your worst record? Or in second East. worst? In the East. Uh, it is third worst overall, second worst, or worst in the East. And Would it be my worst record? It's the Spurs. Come on. Yeah. It's well, in, in the East, in the East, in the East. Uh, it sounds like it's the Pistons. It might be the Magic for me. You're big on the Hornets too. Yeah, he's, got, he's he's big on the Hornets and Pacers. Over there. I just Jordan, I know I'm gonna these... need I'm gonna need to run your numbers. I need your numbers <laughs> so I can go through a verification process and some of this because there's some stuff that's not adding up. It may well be. I'll have to do the Mathurin again. <laughs> you know, just just to see. Rohan, your official under. <laughs> Just, I do think it's a, it's a I, low line for the guys. That, I know I've I just mean, said this. Russell Westbrook times. and Tyrese Halliburton aren't going to do a whole lot. Halliburton's great. I don't think they'll play him no, for I, a lot. I, of I, the you I would say this. I will say this too. If they do do that trade for Russell oh, Westbrook, no. God, it's a big that it's an over. Oh, stop yourself, Jordan. Wow, Russ at the three, and they're going to take. They're going to be over. He'd actually probably be a, better three than it one. It, it gives him a wing. <laughs> That's uh well that's a, that's a I've seen I've seen right Stranger here. Things and a they wing, filmed that a, in Indiana. A wing who does and, no uh, wing things. Yeah, exactly. Well then I, I'm wing in six. I'm ready to I'm ready to Jordan stand on Pacers Mountain. What has happened to you? <laughs> what is well who is this? Is this Jordan? <laughs> yes it is. He's a new man this year. Uh I'm mm-hmm. officially going under. I I don't love it. I don't love the line, but I'll, I'll go a slight under, just assuming that they they want that. It is weird that they still have Carlisle there. I didn't think he was still going to be there. I, it's weird to me he's so on board with this, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what he went for. Like, the project wasn't no, exactly looking. No, they looking. tried it first, right? Yeah, but it they wasn't. It first. Yeah, He went there. What was he? Did he really think this was a juggernaut that he was going to? I mean, I kind of expected he would. I after. think they, they thought, or he at least probably thought it was like a treading water. Yeah, like, that's that's probably what they all thought, and he may be on board with not treading water and getting to coach Wamanyama with Halliburton next season. So yeah, I wonder if they if they don't get a good draft pick, does he just leave then? Like, yeah, I'm good on this now. I don't need to be in the the new magic for five years here. It's possible. I think this team is going to actively try to lose games too, like mm-hmm. the franchise. Not my Pacers. No, who's your prize? <laughs> well, the, we did it. Yeah. We have one more team to go. It'll be in the next podcast. So, And that is the Utah Jazz. We're going to circle back because we all enjoy talking <laughs> about them so player. much. We're, we're going cal- to calculate the vorps and the schlorps of every Jazz player to mathematically determine exactly where they'll end up, to t- even, if they, even if they trade or send some guys home. It'll be fun to see how the... At the end of the season, we should see if we should revisit these, or maybe not. Oh, I, I'm no, I'm ready. Oh, I wrote them down. I'm ready. We're, we we don't even have to listen to the episode. I took them down as we went. Honestly, Ron, I think there are genuinely some things that week to week I will want to revisit with Jordan throughout this season. I am ready. Pistons go on a 15 game winning streak. So, I was, dude, the way the way the way I view Jordan Tresky, I'm gonna go put down some some cash on the Pacers over. Jordan just sees the vision different. I'm all in now. Tyrese Halliburton, most improved, 25, 5, and 5. Mathurin, rookie of the year. Let's get it. Is this Celtics Thank 2.0, you. Jordan? Is this the like Celtics everyone doubted yourself? And you were 
Uh, he he did it for years. Every time Jordan would be in on the Celtics, <laughs> they'd overachieve. Not every team that Jordan has been in on has worked out like the Celtics. <laughs> but Timberwolves, baby. Timber. Uh, oh, I'm yelling Timber. Colin, Colin Kesha. Rohan, Rohan, get going. Get going. We got it. Yeah, him. okay, we're out of here. If you like this is this has been a wild podcast, series of podcasts, <laughs> and we're not done yet. This is two out of three, baby. We're gonna have another pod coming uh, about the Milwaukee Bucks, the one team that we didn't talk about, which is the team, you know. Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're uh, just a team you take the under on every year, Jordan. You don't have to do much prep for this next <laughs> this next pod. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, make sure you listen to that. If you didn't check out our Western Conference uh, over unders, make sure you check that out as well because Jordan had some takes in that one as well. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, you're not going to want to miss that one. Uh, there's a team in there we talked a lot about that I didn't think we would talk a lot about. So uh, <laughs> make sure you uh, make sure you give that one a listen. Make sure you give every GSPN pod a listen. Check out all of that on gspn.info. Make time for this. Cruising for a bruising. Talk of the tundra. Check all of that out. And also check out gspnstore.com. Get some fresh merch that you're going to see me at Bucks games with and then not say hi to me for some reason. And then uh, <laughs> it's uh, it'll, it'll be a fun time. But uh Pod random. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.